I'm back. Reminds me if I could sing, I would sing that song by um, is it Aerosmith? I'm back in the saddle again. Shout out to all the supernatural fans. So today on Musing Much, we're going to talk about the exploitation of black trauma. For all of you who have been on the Netflix since last, since is it Friday? Last week, you have all seen the very atrocious, whatever that thing is, called Dharma. Honestly, in all honesty, that is the most terrible thing to have ever been placed on rotation. And the fact that everybody is giving accolades, whatever, let's begin. Before I get to the accolades part, let's talk about the fact that Jeffrey Dahmer is an actual, real life, okay, not is, was an actual, real life serial killer who managed to kill a whole lot of black people and POCs under the nose of the motherfucking police now for many years there has been this actually let's just start with the whole myth of serial killers are super smart no they're not most serial killers especially those of the golden age of serial killers those in the 70s when it was like they were emerging like flies the reason why they got away with most of their crimes is because they were white and men in all honesty for everybody who's out here who's like there's this whole person there's this time this person who said ted bundy was smart ted bundy was not smart ted bundy managed to do all the things he did because he was a white man who could play a role and police would look at him and be like "Mm, he's not dead he can't be he can't be and he was so charismatic and interesting or whatever people say but i don't even believe that i just believe that police we're not taking that shit seriously. A. Why? It was a freaking white dude. But that whole Ted Bundy thing is not even an issue. The Dharma thing is what we are here about. Jeffrey Dharma. The whole series. I haven't watched it because in all honesty. Watching the traumatic deaths of black people under the nose of the police who did not do anything because they happened to be allergic i'm using the word allergic in very serious quotes to homosexuals or the fact that they believe the word of a white man over the words of a whole community of black people embarrassing is their word it's terrible and the fact that there's this whole thing where we're showcasing him as this 
sad and lonely man who was misunderstood my friend we don't care if he was infected with parasitic demons sucking his blood at night he was terrible and the fact that the police aided him his parents aided him like for real his grandma knew what he was doing they all knew and everyone being in fact police hearing calls from black people telling him telling them yo there's some weird smells in this dude's house and they were doing nothing and just ignoring it cuz you know black people or he calling a uh, black the black woman who called the police and telling them she crazy and the police believing him cuz he white let's be honest if Jeffrey Dahmer actually preyed on quote unquote quote unquote people who are how do i say legitimate people that's in quotes he would have been caught by the fast death okay he would have been caught by the fast death but he knew what he was doing when he preyed on black people and people of color and he also knew that in the day and age where everybody was super homophobic he would he would he would breathe through it he would breathe through it but that's not even the most terrible part the part of this story is when everyone is consuming this story how many more like what wh- why do we need a whole a whatever they call that is it an autobiography or whatever of Jeffrey Dahmer my fucking goodness we have a people have written books they have 20 million podcasts their cons- their consumption of true crime at the expense of the victims is getting is disgusting already the victims the the relatives of the victims have said that they're being re-traumatized all over again Let's not forget this thing happened in 1900s. This happened just a couple of years ago. Most of the relatives are still alive and they can see true experience it again when they didn't ask you how you would feel because and right now I'm just going to say this Ryan Murphy you're trash honestly stick to American horror stories. and american horror story blah 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 that is your forte bitch glee was not all that at some point glee became okay maybe i am losing my shit because i cannot understand why he would do this but let me tell you the consumption of trauma especially black trauma is disgusting and that he's going to make a profit from that stupid show is gross gross as hell and for anybody who is streaming that show please note that you're doing that at the expense of the victims families who are being traumatized by that fucking show berries when are we going to stop why do we need to glamorize these serial killers 
everyone was like they're not glamorizing him they're just telling his story why do we need to tell his story what exactly are we gaining from telling that story and for everybody for everybody's like first of all netflix if netflix was airing that story with the caption abolish the police uh i would i would be like okay is netflix pro that but we all know they ain't why are they showing that disgusting it is so traumatic like in all honesty dama was trash that whole netflix thing is trash and since i'm about to be so mean i'm just gonna go and say american horror stories has been going down the dumps for years the best american horror story for me was coven and the first two and then that other one where they did for that the one i forget it's called roanoke after that trash 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 mega trash just trash okay american horror stories occasional stories great others trash trash glee looking at glee now with the lens of today that show was problematic af everything about it was trash okay very trash for everybody like just get, i don't care that show was not it it was not it i mean honestly no but i'm saying this in anger at the fact that you would make a show about black trauma like this without even consulting the big like it's like it's like just be honestly honestly we don't even need movies like this don't no one um wake up tomorrow and start making a show called btk fuck you don't nobody wake up tomorrow and start a whole show known as killer clown we don't want that we don't want that we're tired we're tired and we're tired of seeing these kind of things at the expense of victims you know but tired of everybody consuming true crime like it's this passionate thing without thinking that these are human lives and for the most part true crime is very disingenuous because most people always advocate the people who you ask about put the need for police will always tell you police are important because they solve crime true crime is a clear example of why police don't do shit okay for every police don't solve crime people solve crime the communities solve motherfucking crime without community police would do shit they would do not just sit in their office and just be gesturing at the board and be like Blah, 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 blah. what is going on or just pick a suspect and, and then pin it on them okay because from Dahmer alone when you read that story the police caught him after he had killed so many people and if they had listened to the community they would have solved all damn crimes a long time ago in fact they didn't was solving crime they didn't know about so what what is the function of police what's the function of police people 
Whatever it is like, they find people. Right now, there are more missing people than found. There's a whole database of missing people. And they're asking you for help. So, basically, what police... What, what, what police? Police for what? Police for what, my friend? For any person who wakes up here and be like, police... What about rapes? My friend, police have the lowest solving rates for for sexual assaults. Why? Because police will find your property. Let's say your your, your TV is stolen. They may find that. May. I'm using may. Big M-A-Y. Okay? And they will prosecute that. But if you were to be assaulted, police... Put the b- I don't want to talk about it because it's, it infects me. Sexual assaults are the least solved by police departments. They make you pay for your to get your own rape kit analyzed. In other states, they have a backlog on rape kits and they destroy them after a couple of years. And we're out here saying police solve crime. Honestly, and for anybody who's like, oh, this will be solved by budgets, by uh, increasing, how much more money do police need? Police don't spend the money they're given on processing rape kits. No. They spend their money on buying more guns, getting weapons. Honestly, when you see police departments and they have like tanks and you're like why everybody's like SWAT why do we need SWAT why I don't want to talk about like anyway I'm I'm digressing into abolish the police that's a whole different topic and it needs a lot of time but I'm just gonna say Dama alone is a big flare for why we don't need police and stop streaming that show it's gross and and disgusting and please stop benefiting off black trauma like this like it's so traumatic seeing those i don't want to talk about it i just don't because it's disgusting and the victim family saying this is hurting them they were never consulted is terrible like you just go and you're out here showing him being upset. We don't care if he had demons. Fed on his dick. We don't care. It was gross. And you could have had the benefit of asking people, why do you, what do we, do we need to know about Dharma? Do we? No, we don't. We already know about him. It was gross. It's like we wake up tomorrow and decide. I'm yet to find when are they gonna make I don't want to talk about it I I just don't it's it's disgusting but the myth of serial killers being smart is not it's actually a big fucking lie serial killers prey on high risk individuals and high risk individuals means that they are in occupations that are deemed to be high risk okay and what does high risk mean they put themselves in danger in all honesty the only reason these occupations are considered high risk is because 
uh, various phobias, various prejudices, and obviously stupidity of the police. This is why a serial killer will target prostitutes, not because it's what he wants. In all honesty, if a serial killer wanted to target, he could go for you, a suburban housewife. If he could get the chance, but he knows if he targets you, there'll be a bigger hunt for him. Because you know, police be like, suburban housewife? That beautiful suburban wife in the house? And this tells you, policing, dualities, okay? The people who are considered low risk, high risk. fact that when police are actually, police are people are telling you this, okay? And they're out here telling you this. Yet, when you just say your friend is missing, then they ask her occupation. Dare you say sex worker? Oh, police is rolling his eyes like whatever. This is what they do. They target a particular group of people who are hard or they're, they're harder to track. Police don't care. Okay? In this case, he targeted gay men or gay sex or, or men who was <sighs> sex workers and he targeted a community you could see that people don't care about black people so it was in the I want to talk about it and I want to talk about it because we're talking about a time when there were efforts to subjugate black men under the guise on the war on drugs whereby the war on drugs was only um fought in black neighborhoods it was never fought in white neighborhoods and this is why right now all of you are like people were shocked when all of a sudden you're seeing ods in white neighborhoods like i'm seriously asking you thought white people weren't doing drugs but the war on drugs was predominantly fought on black front lines like everybody be saying crack epidemic crack epidemic crack epidemic for black people like white people want snorting cocaine that wasn't drugs that was you know posh huh? there are certain things which are done if it, if it's done by a rich it's considered cool but if it's done by poor people it's a crime rich white people snorting all the drugs oh my god that is so trendy poor person uh happen to be black doing drugs my nigga Ex- this paradox of drug the war on drugs i know i'm really rambling here because these are all interconnected this is why you should all read intersectionality and know various war fronts connect however as i was saying um when you watch movies from the 80s and you will see a whole lot of 80s kids who are white doing weed, 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 weed. And at best, if they were caught by the police, then what they would do is get a warning. If you're a black person and you were caught with weed, you would go to jail. Look at the rate of incarceration in, in prisons of black people for having weed. Now, weed is being legalized in various states. 
Look at who is profiting from the legalization of weed. It's not black people. It is white fucking conglomerates making money off a drug that was used to incap. I don't want to talk. I just, I'm just so tired of people not noticing that so many things are connected. And if we all took a moment to watch the different ways that people are treated because of race and class it would be so much easier for you but most people like to draw a line and say work harder and there is no such thing I don't see color you have to see color because you must appreciate color this this also anyway don't stream drama drama is trash very trash trash of all trash while on the topic of black trauma the queen died and british people were shocked to find out that um countries that suffered under colonialism didn't give a fuck that she died now everybody was shocked that black Indians black black Twitter Indian Twitter Irish Twitter I guess uh, I guess so many other Twitters that joined in in this and they were having a whole roasting the queen party and everyone was being being respectful and I would like people to realize that telling people to be respectful and then always be saying things like she was somebody's grandma so what the fuck right now Hitler probably have had grandkids people celebrated his death but we are all supposed to honor her because she did what for everybody who's like she was symbolic she had no power please explain to us what she was a symbol of also explain to us why all the papers that were used to subjugate rebellions in African colonies bore the, the, the signature with the seal of the queen. Tell us what that was about because if the symbolism, why is her stupid symbol there? Anyway, leave that thing. I don't want to talk. Every time I talk about this, I realize most of you don't read. Most people, and by people I mean white people, do not read history correctly. It, it didn't come as a surprise when I learned that British children do not read about colonialism. And they read on colonialism as the viewpoint of we brought civilization to the... Fuck y'all. Fuck y'all forever. Colonization was the eradication of various civilizations by deeming the civilization of whiteness as superior to all if everybody's like oh we gave you we gave you civilization who told you the africans were civilized before they met white people and why is it that being white is the civilization we need first of all the only civilization that we are getting from white people is capitalism and as far as we can see the earth is motherfucking dying because that civilization is trash 
if perhaps we had followed the ways of indigenous people where they realized in order for the earth to produce for you you must care for it overconsumption is not helpful perhaps we would be in a different position and for anybody who is out here saying we gave you houses that is trash and ghetto who knows where we if people were left to civilize to grow on their own i'm gonna use civilization because now that word is tainted with white shit who knows what kind of anyway fuck the royal family and the queen died I, I roasted that bitch. I don't feel embarrassed. She was not my friend. Plus, for people who are most millennials, actually have parents. Most millennial pa- millennials whose parents are in Africa. I mean, sorry, most millennials in Africa. Their parents were born under colonization their grandparents probably fought for independence which is why it is a very amazing fact that all of you think colonization was some ancient shit that happened in the 1900s right now most african countries which got independence none of them have reached a hundred years of independence so shut the fuck up and, and read a book okay but the people who can't read die in your ignorance and continue mourning some white family who are constantly interbreeding which is explaining why their facial features and their hair are falling off in amazing time right now the future the the what is it called the Prince of Wales, he, the William Mamia, he is practically bald. Whatever, the Lord be snatching off his, his hairs for every racist remark he makes. Hmm? That whole man went to make a speech telling Africans to stop overpopulating because we are affecting animals. In other words, Africans are having too many children and are encroaching on animals. So there's conflict thanks to Africans having children. Yet, I'm assuming he has more than two kids. So, and in most African families, yeah, sure. Uh-huh. He has a total of, I don't know, a rich five children. That's an average size family in africa i don't know who told you but have 12 kids that is actually a minority thing most people can't sustain that kind of life okay so you're out here telling africans they're having all these kids but you're having all these kids because you're royalty so your kids are not affecting anyway leave that thing i don't talk about it i'm tired of white braces because y'all just trash and the fact that you always say these things with their big face which yuck 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 and then you're just like oh my god i, I didn't mean i mean misinterpret can you not read books before you go say things like is it so hard to just read honestly mm? anyway what was i saying 
talking about colonialism and the fact that reason why many Africans do not have any interest or don't care about the royal family is because in fact I'm going to talk about Kenya because I'm from Kenya and in all honesty I if you read Kenyan history and you find all the they were called Kambis Kambi was a camp and for many years it never hit for me what Kambis meant because I was just like Kambi you know just say yeah, Swahili what is just Kambi but later on when I grew up it's when I found out that there were camps and there were concentration camps and you're all out here saying oh my god that camp shut the fuck up read a book go study it's in the internet because I'm sure all of y'all have internet this is how it is Kambis or concentration camps where terrible things happened to men and women under British soldiers I will talk about it but it's too harmful but the thing I want to say is all our lives we've all we, this word Kambi has now been integrated into Swahili it means camp but it comes from the word concentration camps that were in Kenya and the reason why the British were so vicious in Kenya is because they had declared Kenya their new source of whatever they held the new source of resources because they had just lost India. Let's not even talk about India and how thanks to the British India became three because Pakistan and Bangladesh were all part of India. Although Bangladesh separation from Pakistan happened later on, but the seeds of it were brewed during to note Pakistan and India were one country my friends thanks to the British they are now two and we can also talk about the documentation of all the atrocities committed in India and by India I mean India and Pakistan when they were India by the British but nobody ever talks about this history of colonialism because it's very interesting when white people just decide that that shit happened years ago and we should get over it when it is still having effects on Africans today. In a country like Kenya, they are sprawling estates still owned by white families. Colonial families. Some of them have the title Lord still. They know themselves fucking bitches. And 
the property they own is insane and when i say insane i mean insane the worst part of it it is fertile land and they own it let's not even talk about the fact that they have a whole British army whatever has a whole whatever in Kenya and what the British do there the stories of what British soldiers get up to in fact some of them have murdered Kenyan women and there has never been anything done to these murderers and we're still talking the stories are all in the Guardian if you wish to find them the fact that these atrocities still happen and nobody ever talks like and then you think colonization every white person in an African country who writes all these op-eds <laughs> in fact so I, I talk about that I'm going to talk about conservation in Africa is rooted in colonialism and it is violent because every white person who's always out conserving animals the things the methods they're using are violent to the communities this is why a whole prince had the mandacity to come here with his big self and say a stupid sentence like we're having all these kids and the reason why there's all these um animal and human conflict is because you're having too many children and they're encroaching on animals basically what prince william was saying was that animals are so beautiful i don't know why you're having all these kids and you're affecting animals my friends if your fucking family or if your fucking country did not invade here we would not be having this stupid motherfucking conflicts and all these human wildlife conflicts is because of various issues which you do not even seem to know for example animals and humans in olden times used to live in harmony in the sense that communities knew that they needed to have sustainability this changed under colonialism whereby the system that was brought in was you gotta make the most and deplete everything for you to make the most money and therefore the conservation me- um, methods that are currently in place do not encourage the communities to engage with the animals which they used to do a long time ago it is changing whereby the communities are taking part in taking care of the animals and let's not even talk about the fact that tourism is marketed as a tool to help bring countries out of poverty which is a fucking myth tourism does shit to help communities because most of the money never stays in the countries they live with the money white people are brought in by white tours they stay in white built hotels already all the money is gone 
Sure, you can only say, but we hire Africans. The Africans hired. <laughs> I don't the most of the money always goes back. And also, never forget the carbon footprint, tourism, leaves. Let's not forget the resources used to run these hotels for these guests. We can always talk about how Bali was in a drought, but hotels were still using the water. Balinese people didn't have water, but hotels had to have water because of tourists. And you're out here saying tourism does shit to alleviate poverty or help develop nations. That myth needs to end. It's like trickle-down economics. BS. This is also why when you're talking about colonialism, let's not forget right now, colonialism and capitalism are besties. Because right now, Mexico is in a drought. The president has told Coca-Cola and Nestle to stop using the water, but they're still doing it. They're extracting water from Mexico while Mexicans are in a drought. Thank you so much. Thank you. I I don't have words for white companies. I don't have words for your shit. Let's never forget what Nestle is currently doing in Ghana. Anyway... Yeah, slave labor, child labor in Ghana, nestle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, the point of this podcast is to say black trauma is constant, and the fact that black trauma, POC trauma, is continuous, and white people are making money off it, and I'm tired. So don't stream Dharma, Dharma is shit. And it's trash. Honestly, whoever made it was doing cunt shit. And if they even win an award, I'ma spit and curse people. Ancestors, do your thing, oh. I'm tired. I really am. And that is it. Uh, there's so many more points. I like to make but I'm I, honestly I'm just tired because I was gonna touch up on the men who were caught cheating recently but I don't have the energy for that I'm gonna do it in the next podcast if I remember so next time I'm gonna talk on why are you all shocked when you find out these people are cheating I don't know why I mean, it's honestly... Okay, I can touch up on it a bit. So, everybody was... By everybody, I mean... I don't know why your basic people are just shocked when you found out Adam Levine cheated on his wife. Why? Because he he, he woke up one day and standed ovationed her because she walked down the runway. So, you all assumed that was love. Right now, a man will buy you a freak. We'll buy. We'll we'll get you the moon, and we'll cheat on you tomorrow. So don't even be shocked by these things. I'll talk about that next week because I'm tired of black trauma being monetized and just damn my shit. I'ma say it forever. Dama is trash.
Oh, also to the women in Iran, <sighs> keep on fighting. May liberation come for your way. That is all our prayer. So, yeah.